0: On today's episode of Locked on Lightning, we discussed last night's semi-poor performance by the Tampa Bay Lightning. We also talk about tonight's game against the Arizona Coyotes, and we ask ourselves the question, are the Coyotes underrated? All that more, but first, let's get jiggy with it. Of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Adam Dagger. What's up, everybody? I would like to remind you that today's episode of Locked On Lightning is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. And speaking of where the game starts, the game did not start at puck drop last night for the Lightning. It as. You know, I feel like some of our listeners, and if you've been a long-time listener of this, this pod, first of all, thank you. Secondly, I'm sure you've gotten tired at this point of hearing me emphasize that the Lightning need to get off the good starts. And if there was ever an example as to why that needs to happen, well, you got it last night. Tampa... Allows themselves digs themselves basically a, a two nothing hole, which the the margin was, of the deficit was obvious, obviously cut by Nikita Kucherov, who is made his his first appearance since getting off the COVID list last night. But the issue, obviously, that I have with this is that on the road against a very good team such as the Colorado Avalanche, where this is a matchup where it is very likely if the Lightning do make a pass back to the Stanley Cup final that it is very likely that they will be playing against Colorado so we did see a little bit of a of a preview, possible preview, last night and thus far, I did not like what I see and and this whole season the Lightning have pretty much shot themselves in the foot with this kind of play and and very few times we have seen the lightning come out and actually take control of the game from the opening puck drop and and it kind of goes back to the question I posed on the last episode uh, if you li- if you didn't listen to that go ahead and please listen to it um it goes back to the the question that I posed was that our the lightning as good as we think they are. Have we seen them at their full potential? And I stated on the last episode that no, I I think with a lot of the injuries and and a lot of the the shakeups that John Cooper has had to made make with this lineup, I don't believe so. I I think that the lightning has we have have not seen a fully healthy team on the ice probably since I want to say early November, possibly even October, and at the same time, have we seen the Lightning even then with a full healthy team, Eric Chernak in the lineup, you know, Zach Bogosian's out as well. Uh, Kucherov has been in and out of the lineup all season. Braden Point was out for an extended period of time. We've had other players here and there also deal with the injury slash COVID issues. But the question is, is that what does this team look like when they actually get off to a good start? And quite frankly, they're one of the best teams in the league when they do, but... My issue with all of that is that we have not seen them score very often. We have not seen them get off to a good start or to take control from a of a game from the opening gecko, and and that's the issue. Now, obviously, we we have seen in the last couple of years that they have struggled with this immensely over the last couple of years, uh, and obviously they turn into a different team once. The playoffs roll around, and that's great, but we can't always bank on this team. And and I'm sure that they're not taking it for granted that oh we'll 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 get things a hundred percent right by game one of the opening round. Because really, what it comes down to is that one day, one one playoff series. And, and one could make the case that we saw this years ago, a couple of years ago, in the, the dreaded playoff series that I, I would imagine everybody has gotten over since then against Columbus, the, the massive collapse that I, I'm sure a lot of teams are hoping that the Lightning have once again this year. But really what it comes down to is that the Lightning have failed to really throw their weight around in the opening minutes of a game this year only 46 goals uh in the first period this year which is not a massive big deal as they tend to turn it on in the second and third periods but having said that the lightning have trailed a lot this year um and their overall record when when their opponent scores first is 11 10 and 2 and given the overall firepower of what this team ha- is on paper as a as well as what we see on ice i mean last night lightning were down two nothing you get a you get a nice give and go breakaway uh sequence from nikita kucherov from Braden Point, and then later on a, a cross-ice pass from sergachev and point to put the game within one what I'm saying is that, and, and I'm not saying as well as on the other hand, I, I'm not insinuating that this team is, is just kind of sitting around waiting for things to unfold. But you have to be a little concerned at this point, no? I, I feel like the amount of time it takes for this team... In the first period to get their legs underneath them i mean they they made no qualms about it on the broadcast last night as well as when they interviewed Braden point took them took them a little while to get their legs underneath them but you have to be a little concerned because this isn't always going to be the case if you go out there against a team like florida or carolina or later on in the playoffs even potentially a a, a colorado you have to be worried and, and a little concerned if the lightning don't get off to a good start within the five first five ten minutes because in the span of a seven game series how many times can can Tampa really get away with this and on the other side of that their defensive their their defensive coverage last night in the first period as well as just their energy and and just everything. It was abysmal. I mean, we saw a little bit of improvement at the end, and that's what ultimately led to that rush, uh, that that trend that translated into the Kucherov goal. But first 10, 15 minutes of this first period was was not a good look. They the Lightning did not look like the one of the best teams in the NHL in that first period and and also a lot of that has to do with who they're facing off against colorado avalanche but at the same time if you look at these teams similar records uh similar style of play obviously i think the lightning regardless of who they're playing on any given night have the advantage in the goaltender department but a lot of that doesn't matter and kind of gets thrown out the window when you're giving up almost 30 shots in the first first period We'll talk about a little bit more of that because listen, you know what all things considered, it could have ended a lot worse. We could have seen a performance like what we saw. If you were following the scores last night, we could have seen a game. What like what we saw between Carolina and Boston, just Boston, not doing anything at home, losing six, nothing just didn't, couldn't do anything to get started. Um, but at the same time, the lightning can not always fall back on their talent. They have to go out there and, and play at a hundred percent intensity level from the opening gecko. And and really I feel like and I don't mean to be the negative person here or, or me be the speller of doom, but sooner or later this is it's gonna turn in, it's gonna translate into something very ugly, potentially them losing in the playoffs, uh, as well as possibly even a early exit so we'll keep an eye out for that we'll talk a little bit more about that as well as their opponent tonight the Arizona Coyotes but first I want to talk about one of today's sponsors and that is Primal Origin Oils now Bolts Nation is not just secluded to the Tampa Bay or Florida area you know they're spread out all over the place all over the United States all over the world so a lot of them including yours truly live in cold weather climates now If you're growing your beard out to protect your face because it gets brutally cold, then you need primal origin oils. Got beard, get primal. You heard me right. Got beard, get primal. If you or someone you care about has a beard, you need to get primal. Now, if you're growing your beard out for the first time, you need to consider the benefits of treating your beard with product Primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. The products are free from harm th- harmful synthetic ingredients with low impact on our planet. Primal Origin Oils mixed bombs, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned as the best feel beard products available. All products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in these United States of America. So go to PrimalOriginOils.com, use the promo code On. that'll get you 20% off at checkout. Use promo. Code locked on for 20% off at checkout. And we're back for the second half, second segment of the day. But first, I want to let you all know and thank how how thankful I am for all of you for making this show your first listen every day. And go ahead and make sure to check out the Olympic Hockey Daily presented by Locked On NHL, a bonus podcast covering all the action in Beijing. You can find it on the Locked On NHL podcast feed. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. And also, while you're doing that, please go ahead and like and subscribe to this pod. We are available wherever podcasts are distributed. We are free and we're uploading... A lot more frequently now. Uh, I, You know, it's kind of this this time of year, I, I was really banking on hoping that the, the NHL was going to the Olympics, but oh, well, with everything happening with COVID, you got to be 100% safe. And at the same time, I think that in the end, uh, them just not having an extended break and going to the Olympics after the all-star break uh it's going to benefit everybody on this team um but in the meantime go ahead and follow us on our social media accounts as well as on LO underscore lightning on twitter as well as locked on underscore lightning on instagram give me a follow on twitter at Danky Dank D E N K Y D A N K, and give us a follow on our YouTube page. We're still in the process of building it, uploading content more freely. So go ahead and do that. So jumping back into the conversation about that game last night, and and obviously I'm not gonna go over the entire game, you know, pass by pass, sequence by sequence. But the other thing that was very concerning about that game and they they've made it made it very clear on the broadcast which i i have to say i've been very impressed with the coverage this year with with Randorf and engblom um because we haven't really seen it so much in years past where and and you don't see a lot with other teams as much but if the boys on the ice aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing at any point in the game on a lot of other teams' feeds, you don't really hear them call out their team. And I'm not saying that Ingblom and Randorf are going out there and, and brutally, um, you know, ragging on the Lightning. No, but they're not afraid to criticize them. And the one thing that continues to impress me, obviously, this year is the fact that they continue to do it and are not afraid uh, to do so. And the one thing that really and, I, and I've spoken about this on the show numerous times alongside the fact that the Lightning get off the slow starts, but that the Lightning take too many penalties. And especially when you're a team that is a slow starter and is facing one of the best power plays in the league in the Colorado Avalanche... You can't take penalties you can't take penalties. It, it's absolutely insane I mean the lightning had two penalties in the first period and and three pretty much in the first 21 and a half minutes of this game and After while being down 2-0 and then eventually 2-1 You can't be doing that. I don't I don't care if you're the bet one of the best PKs in the league which the lightning are their top 15, but still you kind of have to be with the highest frequency of power plays. Uh, the lightning, they had a stat on the feed, uh, on on the broadcast last night saying that the lightning have the second most power play, uh, power play minutes, um, taken in the league, which is not surprising at all. Considering at the frequency, this team takes, they take about off the top of my head. I would say probably three, three and a half power plays, probably four, uh, per, per game. And, and, You know, they they do give up a few here and there. But on the other side of that, Lightning don't draw a lot of power plays. And so therein lies the problem. But having said that, really, the Lightning have a lot of work to do As, as well as they've played over the last couple of months and have pretty much put themselves in a good spot in the standings heading into March and April and May. There still is a lot of work to be done. And this kind of goes back to the thing that I said on the on the previous show is that really Lightning have not been playing up to their potential. And they go through these times and really every game pretty much where they, they kind of just take a while to get going. And I've never seen a team in really any sports who has had as much recent success as this team and continue to just kind of... Play dangerously and and kind of dig holes for themselves as much as the Lightning do uh, right now in in the Atlantic Division they sit in second with 66 points only three behind the Florida Panthers and I truly feel if we saw them play a complete game which we haven't seen really that all that much all season I think probably we've seen maybe three games this season in which the Lightning have come out and and actually dominate it from from buzzer to buzzer and and again I it's one of those things where it's super frustrating because we know the talent level of this team. But having said that, we've we've seen them allow teams to not only dictate the the, the flow of the game from the opening buzzer but stay in it. And that's the thing that really is somewhat concerning for tonight's game where the Lightning have a great chance after playing one of the top teams in the league to going to playing one of probably the worst teams in the league. Uh, You know, the Coyotes are not a good team whatsoever, but at the same time, I think the Montreal Canadiens have beat them out for that title thus far. But my concern about tonight's game in Arizona where they have a great chance to bounce back is... This isn't a shoe-and-win. I could see this game going down to the wire just based off of how the Lightning have played some of the bottom-dwelling teams this year, you know, struggling against the Devils. Uh, They'll get another shot against them next week. Uh, Struggling against Ottawa, who, yes, a divisional foe, but still nothing to be scared about when you see them on the schedule. So I could come out here right now and and really say, well, you know, the Lightning are going to, go out there, they're going to dominate, but at the same time I don't believe they're going to, and if you just look at the, the, the odds for tonight's game, the Lightning are favored one and a half, which really, I, I think that given the, the, the records of both these teams tonight, I think one would be one would be inclined to say that maybe that's a, you're selling the Lightning a little short, but given how they've played against teams along the level of of the Coyotes, you can't fault Vegas. Obviously, uh, that's the standard spread for every hockey game, but I would think I would be more inclined to say that the Lightning are two goal favorites in this game, or, or maybe three. Um, just give them full points, but really looking at tonight's game Tampa 7-2-1 in their last 10 the Coyotes are 3-7-0 and coming off a win in their previous game um, where they played Seattle so that's really not a big win maybe for them but not for a lot of NHL teams um, so we're looking at let's look at the Coyotes real quick their top scorer in their last 5 games Clayton Keller notch in 5 uh, Alex Galchenyuk 3 goals in in his last five, Clayton Keller once again four assists. Uh, the goalies situation. Um, I don't. I, I could see John Cooper throwing out Brian Elliott tonight. I think this is a game where maybe you give Vazzy... You know, a little bit of a rest. I know we had the last week over, but he was at the All-Star Game. Not too physically taxing, but at the same time, you still want to keep Elliot a little bit fresh and, and, and allow him to go out there and keep up to game speed. And really... I think this is a good game if you're ever going to play around with the goalies a little bit more uh this is a good game to give vazzi the night off especially after that game last night where he was he had to make a lot of saves um and this is a game where, you know, a win like this could could give, you know. Elliott has struggled thus far this season. He's only played in eight games. But still, I think that this is a game where he could go out. He plays well. The Lightning do everything they're supposed to do. And he could pick up a shutout. I don't see a reason as to why he can't. Uh, if we're looking at just the stats in terms of power play percentage and all of that, the Lightning obviously have top 15 uh power play percentage in the league where the the coyotes are dead last they're only 12% on the power play on the pk they're actually still dead last too 72 and a half pretty much uh percent where the lightning are at a crisp 81% and and I spoke about that before have the lightning really on the pk a lot of that has to do with the fact that they're always killing penalties so that might be a little bit of an inflated number there if, if you really want to look at it that way face-off percentage these teams are <clears throat> separated by five spots in the rankings in terms of face-off percentage but at the same time almost nearly identical so really the lightning needs to go out there and not only play with intensity and throw the body around but really need to go out there and dominate the face-off circle um you need to go out there and just dictate the the flow of the game from the get-go and a lot of that has to do with, with going out there and winning the battles in the face-off circle and really that's something that I, I I believe is one of the main keys to tonight's game and I've spoken about it numerous times whenever the Lightning play a team that is really at the, the bottom level of talent in the league is the level intensity that I have no doubt that Arizona will bring in this game and, and really... I, I understand the West Coast trips are, can be a little taxing and tough on on East Coast teams, but you've been in Colorado, um, you've 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 been on the West Coast uh, enough um, already this year. Well, not enough, but um, in the last couple of days, as well, where you should be acclimated to the time. So really. The Lightning need to come out tonight and just win this game. There's no doubt about it. There's there's no ifs ands or buts. Uh, anything less than a win in regulation, I think, is something to be angry about. And I think the players know that. I think it's we're at the point in the season where early on this this getting off the slow starts this this kind of close game mentality with low level teams it was cute it was you know it kept things exciting early on you know you could make the, the argument and, and the excuse that the Lightning were still trying to get their act together uh, you could you could blame it on injuries you could blame it on COVID you could blame it on schedule changes you could blame it on anything you want but we're in February now and there's no more excuses uh, there's, there's no more being cute you need to go out there and win games and I stated on the last episode that, yeah, it's not a big deal if the Lightning don't win the division. Obviously, you just want to get into the playoffs and, and, you know, whatever happens, happens. But you still got to win games. You can't just limp your way into the playoffs and then expect to to waltz right into the Stanley Cup final. That's we're not doing that. That's that's unrealistic expectations. And I'm sure the Lightning know that. I'm sure the players on this team know that. But I think some of the fans aren't aware of that. And the next couple of weeks, as well as over just the, the next month in general, is going to be very pivotal to the long-term success. And really what we see from this team over the next month with the kind of schedule that they will be having is really going to be a preview as to what kind of team we're going to see in the playoffs. Um and, and this is where it starts. Especially against, you know, losing a close game to the Avalanche, which was a very winnable game, by all means. You know, you, you don't put yourself in a, in a hole early on like they did last night. Lightning could have easily won that game. You have to win tonight. You have to pick it up and win tonight. And then you got Jersey next week. And you're, you're on a little bit of a roll here. And... Like I said, there's there's no excuses anymore. There's we, we can't say we can't make the excuse, we'll X out of the lineup. Oh uh, well Cooch hasn't been at, has has still he's getting back to form, you know, he's been missing time here and there. Cooch was in prime form last night. A lot of these players who are on the ice playing on a nightly basis, they're they're playing at the highest level we will see them play it all all season Stamkos is having a great year he's missed minimal minimal time this year Hedman is having another under the radar type of season Uh, and I say that because his game is maybe not as exciting as some of the other defensemen out there like a Cal McCarr or an Adam Fox but nonetheless he is still going out there and he's still proving why he's one of the best defensemen in the league but Really this this is a game from now on until the end of the season, every game in terms of importance on a scale of 1 to 10 is at least at a nine in my opinion. And if you want to call me crazy, if you want to say let's let's pump the brakes here, maybe you know maybe let's wait till March to have that kind of mentality, I say why not? If there was why why wait till March to start to get in playoff form? Why not just play like this for the rest of the season? And then we could be talking about in May the Lightning winning the division and having the number one seed and, and putting themselves in a good position to, to make another run for Lord Stanley. So, we'll wrap things up after the break in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about today's last sponsor, and that is Bet Online. Now, Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the playoffs and right to the big game this week. This week, yeah that's crazy you know the year is flying by when it's super bowl week betonline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores podcasts and news this season and it's not just football betonline has up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops nhl boxing ufc along with live real-time updates on current games don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available for the 2022 season betonline where the game starts And wrapping things up, so like I stated a couple episodes back, I want to integrate a little bit more of the sports gambling side as it is starting to become more available to everybody. Obviously, when you're using a platform for sports gambling, you have to use... BetOnline.net, our previous sponsor that I just got done talking about. Now, tonight, like I stated earlier on the show, uh, the Lightning are one and a half point favorites, which is fine. I I mean, the the money line is minus 315. So obviously, they are very big favorites in this game. Um, I would say parlay that with maybe some player points props. I would say maybe I'm feeling Sorelli. Sorelli over the over for half a point. I think he's going to get on the board tonight, as well as Hedman and Kucherov. Kucherov's been killing it lately. Every time, you know, he's the kind of player and and that really doesn't need a lot of time to get back into the groove of things. We saw that right last night. Uh, Just a great feed uh, from point and he's on the board and he he made a lot of passes. And and last night, I I think he's going to go on a tear just from last night's game. And maybe that was just a lot of it had to do with the situation. He, We haven't seen very often from Cooch uh, him just go out there and just fire constantly on the goal. Uh, we, usually he tries to be the facilitator. He tries to go out there and set guys up for chances. But last night he was just peppering the goaltender. And I like it. I know it might be a little bit... There might it might be a little bit of a of, of a of a topic of of conflict with some Lightning fans or just hockey pundits in general, just because you wanna get other guys involved. You know, the 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 offense shouldn't be just secluded to one guy taking a ton of shots. Obviously we've seen that in Washington for years and it's only come out to one Stanley Cup. But Koosh with eight shots on goal last night, if he could average out to five or six a night I'm completely fine with that. Um, even if they're not all on net, I, I believe he's smart enough. There's, there's never a wasted movement with him, and I would like to see him kind of step it up and 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 really take control of this offense. Not that he already does, but um, you know, just be more assertive, especially with some of the chances and high scoring, uh, high scoring chances that he is he is he sets himself up for um, but yeah I, I would imagine if Elliott's in goal or even if Vazy's in goal tonight if you want to if you're feeling dangerous and you want to put money on a shutout go ahead I wouldn't be surprised at the same time I think that just with the way the Lightning have been trending in their, in their play lately I think also this is going to be a very close game I think this is going to come down to the wire um, but hockey is a weird sport uh, and so we could see an absolute blowout tonight or we could see a very close game. But yeah, uh, those are my prop odds for tonight. Put money on Hedman, Sorelli, and Cooch to get points tonight, as well as you know the lightning spread. I like it, one and a half. Uh, and the over-under is six and a half. I would say under. I think, I think the under is more of a, a realistic expectation out of this game. I think this is going to be a lot more defensive-minded. I really think that Arizona is going to come out and try to play physical and take it to the lightning early on. And when the lightning are almost forced to play an exclusively physical game, I think they are, they play a lot better. Um, having said that, I do want to see them come out flying. Um, especially and and dominate the face-off circle so in the meantime go ahead and give us a follow on the show as we listed them off before uh, on our social media pages as well as give us a follow on any of the platforms that you listen to that provide podcasts and give us a five-star rating so in the meantime that's been it for today's episode of locked on lightning part of the locked on podcast network i'm your host adam Zanker. i'll talk to you in the next one